So what is going on everyone? My name is Kieran Price, aka Kieran the Barber, and welcome to this first ever edition of In The Chair Podcast. I have with me um, one of my oldest friends, not for much longer, but my, <laughs> my oldest friend's Baldy. Um, Baldy, say hello. Hello, how is everyone? Um, we're currently here in Moscow, it is half nine at night, and we're just going to have a chat. So, Bobby, what are we doing in Moscow? We are doing um, an Andis Education Roadshow. So, we have three cities, I believe, that we're covering. One of which is not Moscow. Yeah, so we're currently in Moscow, but we're not actually teaching here. This is like a flyby. So, we're just here overnight, pretty much, haven't we? Yeah. Got a nice hotel. Yeah, it's, it's, a lo- it's a lovely hotel. Um, but we're teaching, um, we do this maybe twice a year, one, once or twice a year, where we come over and we do, it's called a Russian Roadshow, where we go over to Russia and we teach uh, modern barbering to um, the Russians, um, because it's, it's completely different. It is like the Amer- when the Americans come over to the UK and teach, and the UK vice versa go over to America and teach. I think uh, this body will agree with me, and set countries have their set ways of doing things, and it's nice just to be taught something different. Just show what you know what we're about, really, with regards to how we cut, how we style, everything else that we we chuck into it, really. Mm-hmm. I think um, I think we style very as like I'll go into this quite a lot, especially in my videos. Is that in the UK we style quite dry? We use a lot of hair powders or dry pastes, as in places like Russia and stuff like that it's it's more pomades and it's more wet looks gels mousses and stuff like that so we're just trying to change a couple of people's outlooks on it and say hey you know we like doing this style but we could we could you could also do this and it's just about creating a different kind of um, perception of the way you cut hair really I think we've we've been coming out here now for I reckon five years four or five years four or five yeah years? Something like that, and the the new generation of barber, if you like, is is totally different. They are more structured um, in what they do, you know, with their sectioning and, and their fading and everything else that they do in their styling. Whereas previous to that, like when we first started coming out, totally different. Mm-hmm. Ma- like massively different. I think yeah. it's it's massively changed. Plus, I think the crowds have got like, the crowds have definitely got a lot bigger as well. Um, we what are we doing now? We're like it's not tomorrow, but the next day. I think we got a crowd between like a hundred and fifty or two hundred. It was completely sold out. Um, and when we first started, I think that was pretty unheard of. Like, so it just keeps showing that we just kept getting busier and busier, and it's it's brilliant, man. That people are showing up and wanting to learn. It's cool. There's quite a few educators that come out here now. You know, you've got the likes of Josh and and Alan Beak and and people Is, like Kev Luck. I think Alan Beak's actually out here now. Yeah, he's just done uh, Barbacon Moscow, which was this weekend gone. Oh, okay. Um, so we just missed it, um, but Alan's been out for that. Um, you know, I work. I've done stuff with Josh O P out here. Um, Josh and Monica's been out at the same time. It, it's a good scene. It's it's growing. It's grown, if you like, especially over the last couple of years. So we're here for what eight days? Eight days and free hair shows and. Yeah, it's because the thing is with Russia is it's not like the UK. It's not like you can just drive a couple of hours and you've you've hit the end. It's 
it's a flight every day pretty much and so that's why it's like not many hair shows in as many days as a hair show every other day we're going by car on one trip this time, aren't we? <laughs> to make it easier, apparently. Yes, yes, we are, supposedly. Yeah. I hope it's a big five, car. Five-hour car journey. That yeah. Right. And then, after Russia, we've got... We're setting up for salons. We've oh, I'm doing something really cool before, then. Go on, tell me what you're doing. So, I'm doing the London Tattoo Convention. Yeah, I remember you telling me. Ah, yes. <laughs> Where's I that? I am working in the compound with Paul Hewitt and the gang. Um, so that's at I want to say at Tobacco Docks and what day is that? that is the 26th 27th and 28th of September well and you're there all three days I am nice so guys if you're around London about the what where? the, the Tobacco, <laughs> tobacco docks. docks that's the yeah. one the Tobacco in Docks London. in London I might even get a tattoo so yeah, if Baldy says if you turn up, make sure like he's he wants you to tattoo him. <laughs> oh, yeah. You get to pick his tattoo if you turn up and say you've listened to this podcast. He says you allow you to pick his own tattoo for him, wherever yeah. you want, as long as it's not on his face. Yeah, I'm not allowed on my face apparently. Or <laughs> well, I'm thinking about going white. In what sense? White ink on my face. Okay, why? Where? Because then I can still have one on my face, but it's a lot more subtle. What, and then where? Where on your face? Right. Um, You're so going to get a big one over your eyebrow? No. <laughs> Same respect. No. I just want um, some little dots under my eye. You know, you get three little dots, which means this crazy life. This crazy life. Yeah. That's been a bit of a crazy life, bless yeah. you. So then we're in, where are we? We're at Salons International. Yep. Well, both of us are doing salons. Um, the Friday, We turn up on the Friday after work. And then we're there Saturday, Sunday, Monday, student day. Yeah. So any students out there listening, me and Baldi are always, always up for chatting. So come and say hello. Yeah. And um, me and the rest of the Andis team as well, they're, they're all there. Yeah, who is there for Andis this year? Uh, I believe there's me, you, uh-huh. Jared. Cool. Hayden. Yeah. Kev Vorley. <laughs> okay. Uh, the Liam Kenny will be doing guest spots, I'm guessing, with him. Uh, he's done the last few shows. Um, and I believe that's it for us. Okay. So, guys, if you're looking and want any, any Andis advice at all and you're around Talents International, do not be scared to approach me or Baldy. Um, we will give you some good advice on clippers. what is exciting, though. Go on. Me and you are doing uh, Modern Barber Stage. Yes, we are. What time? I don't know. <laughs> I do. It's three o'clock on Sunday. Okay, and then we're also are we doing the fellowship stage? I think we are. I'm not sure what time that is. But though. I believe it's for. I think we're doing some for Andis. Yeah. And then we're doing the other two main stages for Maverick. Maverick, which is cool. With who's coming over? Popular nobody. Yeah. Yeah. John Mosley. So himself. John Mos. So John Mosley will be there with us. Uh, sounds international so yeah guys come down come and say hello We're, me and Body are going to be fluttering between the Andes stand and the Maverick stand you'll catch us at some point we'll be there um, if not we're always at the freaking bar afterwards anyway so <laughs> you'll yeah. you definitely catch Boldy at the bar I'm normally drinking a cup of tea yeah he's, he's a cup of tea guy you know what I mean never drinks beer right, always tea <laughs> always tea um, and after salons we've got what else have we got HJ 
Yeah, that's a, we're straight after the week after that's we the got week HJ after in Manchester, mm-hmm. which um, we're doing the main stage at that, I believe. Yeah, I believe which is fellowships. Which we're is the fellowship stage? We're doing the fellowship stage again at HJ Manchester for yeah. Maverick, which um, is really cool. Which is cool, and then you are off to. Holland? I'm off to the Netherlands. Yes. I'm so excited to get a shock and a pizza. He's going to have a little smoke. <laughs> I'm going to have a little smoke. Eat some cake. Eat some cake. I'm not allowed to expense it, though. <laughs> 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 I've already been told. So, yeah, no expense in any so kind of dry there, herbs really? or anything like that. I am going to a really cool venue, which is a... Do you remember when we were in Chicago and we, we did that venue where it was like a brewery... Slash oh, barbers, yeah. yeah. So it's a very similar, f- similar thing. It's it's a brewery which has been turned into like a barber shop, um, oh, and yeah, I'm gonna be just doing some education about Maverick and stuff like that, and all, all kinds of Maverick products, and stuff like that. But me and Bo- so me and Boldy have recently just um, become, I want to say Maverick educators. Yeah, yeah. We haven't really been given a full title yet, but I'm gonna call myself that, um, and. So yeah, we're um, we do a lot of stuff with Paul Mitchell and Maverick and uh, Sound Success, um, and the only reason I'll be honest, the only reason I took on the brand was because I just fell in love with it so much. The fact that I don't know if if any of you have used Maverick, let me know in the comments down below. But it's a really good product because all the products smell the same, and they're just really you, you can just tell that they're I want to say like expensive products. They don't feel cheap, if that makes sense. They just feel nice to use. I know sometimes expensive isn't good and cheap isn't bad, but you can just tell that these these products are really really nice. I think some people will know that I was with a, a different brand a little while back. Um, you left the crew, and, <laughs> and although it, it was a fantastic brand, and I had a good few years there um, with them while they looked after me, um, the just wasn't uh, a direction for me so Kieran asked me if I would come over and have a look uh, at Maverick with him and uh, and go from there and he's right in what he says there's there isn't like 20 products that you have to choose between and stuff like that there's Mm -hmm. a few products in the line they all smell the same so when you cocktail a product or build a product range over it to style something you don't get mixed sense it's all exactly the same yeah it, it, it makes common sense it is really really good, good it's idea. a simple idea good which idea. has never really been done before when yeah. you when you find that you get a product range uh, people go out of their way to make different products smell completely different because they'll find that only uh let's say a, a, a gent only buys the gel or he only buys the hairspray um and they smell different and then but if they want to buy both you're going to get a, a cocktail of two different smelling products and it might not smell so nice so that's what i like about maverick is no matter what you cocktail it um as and long that, as it's obviously maverick go and, on. and that goes the same for for like the the skin and shaving product so whether you're using the beard oil, whether you're using uh, what's the other thing I love blade blade slip, which is blade slip, which, which isn't 
in the UK yet. So as, t- as yet. to my to my American audience, I just want to say you guys are really really lucky because you get if you use Maverick, you would have used Blade Slip. Now we don't get that in the UK, but you guys get it over there, and it is probably my favorite product to to line out a beard with or to line out the yeah. neck with. It's just so smooth. And, and the scent is exactly the same as the rest of the Maverick range. Um, I had to pick up a bottle when I was out in San Diego uh, last month, um, purely because we can't get it here. If I'd, if I'd notified everyone, I could have brought back a lot more. But it's... But he's greedy and he yeah. only thinks of himself. I did. Well, you've got one. <laughs> I've already got one. Yeah, I kept nicking this. So, but it all the, the whole range works that way so whether it be beard oil whether it be that whether it be anything else it's the same scent mm-hmm. it, it works it makes it's perfect and most things most ideas right or things that you teach people or that you talk to people about are common sense and when you think about things like that logically it makes sense that if you've got a product uh, that you're adding to another product to get an effect why would you try and mix two different smells? It's about what the product does, not what it smells like. Right. So if it all smells the same, even better. How cool is that? It makes perfect sense. It's just easier. It's massively easier. Yeah. I um, yeah, I, I agree with you on that one. I just think, I just think it's an all round good product, and I think it's it's one of these products that sells really well in my shop. Like for, I'll give you a good example, like with the skin toner. So Maverick have a thing called skin toner. So. Skin tonic, tonic. So I'm still getting used to the range. Skin tonic, right? And it's one of them things where I never thought I would sell any kind of skin range in my shop. Um, and so popular nobody come over and he and he showed me no. This is how you do this. And after you finished every customer, you dry them up, you finish their hair, you lay their head back, you ask them to close their eyes, and you spray it twice in their face and twice on the back of the neck. Then you just rub it in like you would a toner or anything like that or a moisturiser. And I'm backdated by seven, eight people because I've so- I've completely sold out. I literally can't get any in at the minute because people want it so much. It's it's the one thing that flew off my shelf that I never, ever thought would. Do you know what I do with it? I don't rub it in. You just let it settle? Yeah. And, and if I've, um, for instance, I've shaved a head. Yeah. Right. And I used to use... Like either a bump care or a tonic of some sort just to seal it. Yeah. Seal the skin. Um, I use that now. I give like two squirts on the head, right? And I leave it to soak rather than touching it. Um, and I do the same on the face. It's because it's got citrus in. So the citrus in it and stuff like that takes away the redness and stuff like that. And it, and it naturally stops any cross-contamination or infection, I believe. Yeah. So, I've got another really cool thing that we haven't mentioned on, but we kind of bypassed it because we got excited. So, we uh, got a bit off piece, didn't we? Uh, just a little bit. I want to say that at Sounds International, Andis finally will have the cordless master out. And that'll be on sale at Andis. Now, I don't know how much it will be, but I have been using it for the last. I'm not even going to say, I'm not allowed to say how long I've been using it for. But I love it. It's my baby. You love it as well, don't you? So, anyone that knows me knows that um, I used to use a Masters before I was with Andis. So, I used to use one with a converter. 
Um, me and Kieran both back converters in the shop. I mean, you both used masters. used to work together, and we both used to use masters. Um, and I absolutely loved my masters. I used to use it for everything, even to the point when I came, uh, when we came on board with Andis, and we had to use other clippers because of the UK clippers that were were supplied and used that we were selling as well. The masters wasn't one of them, and mm. because uh, I put my masters away, so that I could get used to using other clippers. That was hard as yeah, well. Because I absolutely loved them, I adored them. So for us, this whole uh, big secret that that is out um, yeah, and has been out for a little while now. And and ever, I like the fact that everybody and we've obviously known about it for a long, long time. We've been to the factory and we've seen it being made, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And and when spoof photos come out of it and they go, "Is it real? Isn't it real?" Obviously, we know it's real, um, but we have to all keep our mouth shut. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. But yeah, Sounds International, you will be able, you guys who are coming down at Sounds International on the sixth of October, sixth, seventh, eighth of October. I think. Yeah, I think so. Might be the fifth, sixth, and seventh. I think it's the fifth, sixth, and seventh of October. Yeah. Uh, the XL Arena at Sounds International. Come over to the understand. We have the cordless master. Now I'm going to be real with you. It's not up to everyone's taste, in the sense of we have never ever had it in the UK before. America, they will go absolutely bananas for it because they've used the master their whole life. They know nothing different. Um, they've had a chance to get used to it over the years as we've never had it before, so I think it will feel quite foreign to people who have never used it before. Um, yeah, maybe. It's uh, very iconic, and if you've ever used a normal Masters, you'll love it. Yeah, that's what I think. I think it will be yeah. for the barber who loves kind of the heavier clipper, yeah. the, the get-through tool. I think what you find is the, if you like, the hardcore of, of barbering, or the, the think they're the hardcore of barbering, um, will... Have been looking out for it for a long time, yeah. Um, because they're the sort of guys that were using a masters with a converter in the first place. Yeah, I think it'll be one of the things where you'll find that the people who have brought the likes of like the Super ZR, the ZR twos, who are kind of willing to spend a little bit more on clippers just because they love collecting clippers as such. Well, they'll be the ones that that buy it. It's an ama- It's going to be a classic. You guys are gonna get want to get on it first hand. I only I don't think there's many units. I have no idea. But um, I from what I gather, where I've spoken to, I don't think there's like loads. So if you want to get there, get there quick. Yeah. Um, there may be a queue. Yeah, there may be a queue, and yeah, just just keep an eye out, and please no one message me asking me to put one aside for them because I ain't gonna do it. Yeah, we can't. It's not. <laughs> Who usually does it? Who is it? Is uh Johnny? Johnny. A big, uh, he's got a tattooed hair. Does works with the with the homeless. He's had two different names. Johnny Ketterman. Johnny Ketterman. Is that his name now? <laughs> I don't know if that's his name now. I think it is his name now. <laughs> J K. J K. Yeah, J K. The barber. Yeah. So Johnny always messaging me through. Like, Karen, put this aside for me. That's his natural name, Ketterman. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah, what is Rose? Derek Rose. Derek Rose. He's a basketball player. That was his real name. I don't think that was his real name. I bet his real name's like Barry or something. 
and he was just that ashamed that he just kept changing his name until he got the right one. Because his other two brothers already had the name Chuck. Ga- nah. <laughs> <laughs> Gary and Sally. He'll really appreciate this. Do you know what? He's, he's a really, he's a really funny guy, Johnny. Yeah. I, so see him, I, I saw him in uh, in Connecticut at CTX. He just surprises me sometimes. Just turns up in my shop. Oh, Kieran! He's brilliant guy, legend. Um, Does he he drive a smart car? Yeah, he does. Yeah, same as my son. Yeah, and it's all his his business is all plastered over it. It's it's brilliant. Yeah. Um, What else we got? So we were just we we read a list of things down to talk, and we've we've only covered one discussion. Yeah, and we haven't even. That's twenty minutes, and we've got another six. But I reckon this will go on for an hour. So guys. Bear with us. There's a big surprise at the end that I ain't going to tell you about right until the end, like a Marvel movie. <laughs> um, so me and Baldy, since we were in Russia, we've kind of been up in the plane and we've been we sat down and we had some dinner. We were talking a lot about wages and wage discussion in the industry and um, how it's kind of fluctuated over the course of the last five or six years. Um, we've kind of... We have different views and opinions on it, which is good because that's what you need. You yep. need different opinions. There's, there's always this um, big discussion over uh, barbers and their worth. Um, really, what what does that mean? You know, in, in various countries, I think it's one thing. In other countries, it, it's not so much, you know. I think your worth is always your self-worth. <laughs> Where's your financial worth? If that makes sense. Uh, but your self worth doesn't put food on the table. <laughs> no, you're right. <laughs> but me, I shop at Aldi and Lidl. I shop at and Aldi. I can afford to put food on the table. <laughs> I shop at Aldi. There's nothing wrong with shopping Aldi, by the way. I shop there all no, the time. I shop there. That's where I shop. I can you afford. shop there because you're German. It's different. I shop, yeah, and also because I put food on my table. Fresh food. They're very good. Um, <laughs> So yeah, we just we were just talking about how it's kind of changed from everybody was employed at one point. Everybody was on day rate and I don't know where this kind of spiralled out for the, the rent of chairs and the percentages and um, self-employed, etc, etc. I mean, guys, comment down below kind of if you're a barber yourself, let me know what what you think is the best way to be paid because I really want that to be discussed. Yeah, I mean, it's very up in the air, isn't it? Um, for instance, uh, mine, and they, uh, you know, people that know me will know that and I talk, I've been asked a lot over this and I always get asked advice and stuff like that. And my my team are on salary. Um, Which I'd say five, six years ago was very normal. Yeah. But I think this is the discussion that, that we've had, isn't it, today or, or yeah. over the last few days or whatever, while we've spent time together, is that um, it's your, your wage structure still has to be in line with your business costs. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, and, and that's what you were discussing. And, and yeah, and sometimes that, that you. limits you to, to what you can do, what you can't do financially. Um, you know, depends on what you're charging, what your costs are, 
Yeah, what, 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 how much your haircuts are yeah. to how much your renting rates are to how much your bloody goes down to your electric, your insurance, every yeah. every goddamn little thing, right? Um, I do percentage in my shop, which um, I've just always done because I found that I we as I've always done appointments. Like it just went, it just for me went hand in hand, and it's worked for me. It might not work for other people. It might not. Someone coming into my shop, it might not work for them as one of my staff going over to say like body shop that might not work it just work it works for the person at the time and, and what you're doing but i just think it's just so out there at the minute like, we, we have we had a conversation uh, a little while ago we did mcdonald's in moscow because we like to live it up a bit and it's cheap um it was very cheap and it was very nice it was nice i had a cheesecake well, at McDonald's. i had a cheeseburger and it came with salad in it and tomatoes. Yeah, and tomatoes. They're part of salad. Um, <laughs> I don't you, know. You wouldn't I know. don't do salads. <laughs> it's not my so, um, I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Wages, wages, wages. Yeah. But, um, oh, that's what we were saying. So, look at the price of haircuts, how they've risen over the last 10 years, right? They haven't risen that much. Maybe gone up in 10 years by... A fiver, right? So, nah. Ten years ago, we were charging ten pound fifty. I'd say nine fifty. I would say ten fifty. Oh, regardless, if I, just funny, just funny. I've been open three years and my price has gone up. I'm thirteen, so fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. So my price has gone up like five quid already in three years. Yeah, but Fucking mine hell. have gone up five quid in ten years. Right, so this is what I was trying to work out. Right, is that my prices have only gone up by fiver in ten years. My wages have gone up. Have gone up by triple, if not close to quadruple. Right on on uh, a week's salary. So you're you're saying you're so. But then, like for me, your when you move premises, your rent went lowered. Mine did, yeah. Yeah. But I had to do that to survive. <laughs> yeah, you did lose in a bad way. But we were so busy. Yeah. That was, was what was, was weird. Yeah. We were so busy. We were so busy, but the costs were so high. It was ridiculous. And for two years, I had to go into debt to keep afloat. You sacked me. I did say, yeah, but I sacked you for the right reason. <laughs> <laughs> I took you back within a week. Yeah, you did. You kept hanging about in the shop. I did. I wouldn't go. I wouldn't leave. I weren't going nowhere. In fact, he took another job, and in his lunch breaks, he kept hanging about in the shop, so I had to take him back. <laughs> That's a long time ago, isn't it? It's been a long time. Yeah. So, but, yeah, so, you know, percentage-wise to how wages have risen to how haircuts have risen. Do you, do you think that the percentages and stuff have come over from America because I think a lot of Americans do percentage in yeah, salary possibly and the fact that they call it booth rental and stuff like that right so they rent so what's booth rent booth rental is famous rent a chair they call it a booth it's their section okay uh, and they pay rent on that section um, and then it's down to them to run that their section if you like within that shop um, so that that's sort of how it works but here's here's a weird thing, right? So, wage wage uh, increases, if you like, a normal increase 
is something like one or two percent a year. Right? Mm. Well, if Barber's wages have increased by triple, quadruple. That's like 400%. That's 300%, like, yeah. 400%. It ain't in line with inflation, the general population, or anything like that. But do you think. How's it happened? But do you think, as. Oh, it's hard because you're a barbershop owner. Yeah. If you were an employee, would you be renting a chair or would you be percentage or would you be happy with a salary? Um, so I was employed, wasn't I? Yep. Right? Well, I started off employed. I've, I've done both. I'd worked self-employed. Yep. I'd done... What, as in rent a chair or no, percentage? I'd done freelance as a hairdresser. Yeah. Right? So I looked after myself freelance for two years. Okay. Um, then I went back into a, a barber's. And I was earning more outside of the barbers than what I was in the barbers. So my appointments throughout the evenings that I was working, yeah, I would earn more money than what I'd earn in the barbershop. So, the so barbershop, why did you work in the barbershop? The barbershop kept me structured, kept me grounded. So because I was young, it was a case of you had quite to easy, go. spank money, go out clubbing, Sleep in, this that, and the other. Yeah. Going back into a barber shop at, at 22, 23 years old, or whatever it was, 20, uh, 21, 22, meant that I had to get up, I had to go to the shop, I had to work all day, and it, and it gave me that structure back in my life. Yeah. Um, and that was one of the main reasons why I did it, because oh, it yeah. gave me somewhere that I had to go and something that I had to do. Um, but I still earned better money outside, outside of the shop. So I've, I've done both. Um, but working someone, I, I still earn all right money, what I considered all right money. Yeah, yeah. And going with the cost of living, it was still okay. I still paid for a house. I still drove a car. I still did the shopping, still went out. Um, you know, when you put everything in line with the cost of living... You were doing all right. You still do all right. And then right. you had your extra money afterwards. Then I had my extra money after that I was working. What would you What would you then advise? Just say someone's starting out barbering. They don't. They want to go into a shop, but they don't know what shop to go into because three different shops are doing three different things. One's doing rent a chair. Yeah. One's doing percentage. One's doing employed. Which would you say would benefit a young barber first? Young barber first. I think while you're. Probably learning your craft. I go employed. Yeah, is go employed because that person will look after you. You will get that set fee, um, regardless of whether you've got customers or not got customers. I think that's the thing is building customers. Yeah. I I pay like mine are on salary, right? And I'd like to say my my team work really hard, um, for me, uh, and for each other. And and we've always instilled that that they're a team. Yeah. So, and, and you know that because you was part of it. Yeah. So, when at times they're flat out for seven hours a day, mm-hmm. all right, and I'm like, you know what, they're, they're really earning their money. But you're going to get days where you're sat around for two days. sitting on your phone. Right, and you're yeah. sat on your phone or whatever you're doing, right? Yeah. And, and it could be like that for two, three hours, right? Not in a row necessarily, but throughout that day. Yeah. So you're not going to be as productive as 
as you would think, right? And there's quiet times a year that follow suit. No one is busy the whole time. No. Right? No one. I don't no, care who Not even right. a rich one. A rich no. one has days where he's like, he has two or three hours yeah. out. So, when you're employed, you haven't got to worry about that money. You're still being paid exactly the same thing. Yeah. Um, you know, so when you're young, that probably benefits you because you're trying to build a clientele. Mm-hmm. Um, as you get older, yeah, maybe. Um, but then it brings us back full circle to what makes a barber worth what what percentage do you pay a barber yeah, yeah what percentage would you pay a barber no. does it depend how good they are or does it depend how loyal they are or does it depend how many years they work for you etc etc and and that's yeah, kind of what, what, what we want to know is as me and Bobby want to know is what you guys think of it and what you guys would say would you class over loyalty or just being a good barber, etc. etc. I mean, because you could be the best barber in the world, you'd be a fucking arsehole. Yeah. <laughs> like, you could. Like, likewise, right? I, I, I have two shops, right? And I have to work hard for that. I'm fortunate I'm 52 now, I can take it a little bit easier. You're not dead yet. I, I still go to work five days a week. Um, I don't, you know, take the extra time out. I don't, I still go to work. But it's. I probably. There's barbers out there that are working percentages that possibly take the same money that I take, like earn personally yeah. that I earn out in two shops. Yeah, I can I can probably say that. You, yeah, I can probably say that. Makes that. sense. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. So for the for certain barbers that go right, I want to be earning this now, and I want this percentage. I have to get. I have to get. I have to have two shops to earn that. Yeah. So. Like where? Where's the? Where's there's, the? There's where's the? Mi- where's the middle? Yeah. yeah. From let's say, barbers five years ago being paid, two hundred and fifty quid to three hundred quid. So now barbers earning seven hundred to eight hundred quid. And where's that fucking? Where's that middle ground gone yeah. of, like the four to five hundred quid? Is there's yeah. no middle ground. It's For just me, gone up I or down. I couldn't afford to pay those wages, because I couldn't run my shops. No. Um, it would be. You need more barbers. Be, you need more clients. It'd be pointless of me having those shops. Yeah. I might as well say, "Here's a shop, run it, and pay me some money." Like mm. I don't know, pay me two hundred pound a week. Yeah. And do it that way. Would it not be beneficial for you, like renting a chair to each of your barbers? Would that still not cover it? No, because I think it it just wouldn't work that way. I think. Rental-wise, I think you have to carve up the cost of, of the running, of what the shop costs to run. Yeah. So you have to carve that up between how many chairs, uh, and that's where you find your rent, roughly. And everybody would have to be full-time. And everyone would have to be full-time mm-hmm. uh, to make it work and make it even. Yeah, yeah I get that. And also then you have barbers that go, well, why have I got to pay rent when I'm not there? Because it's like having your own business within a business. It's like having you having your own fucking house. You yeah. know what I mean? Just because you go on a holiday, don't mean you don't have Still to pay the pay rent, the <laughs> right? You know I mean? No one's paying that for you. No one's paying that for you. They got oh, but I was on holiday. It'd be yeah. nice. So it, I don't know. I don't know what people's views are on it. I think they're they're probably mixed. But we'd like to know. We'd like to yeah. know what you guys think about it. Yeah. So going from ways discussion a completely different. Um, uh, we can go haircut. No, we got haircut prices now. Like. What is a what is a suitable haircut price? I, 
we're really close. Like, Baldy's 15, I'm 17. I only charge the extra couple of more quid because of I do, I do appointments only. Yeah. Uh, so you do, when you do the rum room, how much are you for an appointment? So, in the rum room, I'm 22.50. Yeah, so Baldy ex- completely exceeds me when it comes to his appointments. What would you say... Do you know what? It's so hard because... And I'm going to not go off subject a bit, but because... In the UK, I don't like if you're American, you're listening. In the UK, we don't have barbers legislation. Yeah, is that the word? Yeah, yeah. So, Harry the builder could stop building. He could set up a barber shop and start cutting air. Yeah, pick and, up a set of scissors or shears. And pick even a fucking cutthroat, yeah. and he can do whatever the hell he wanted because there's no legalization. You don't have to be qualified to be a barber. Now, I think, in some ways. In minimal ways, that's a good thing. I don't, I don't know. I want to say it's a good thing because one of my barbers isn't qualified yet. Or are all your barbers qualified? Liam. Uh, Liam's qualifying this year. Yeah, so Liam's qualifying this year. I'm I'm literally the only unqualified barber in my business. But you get grandfather rights. Yeah, I get grandfather rights because I do the traditional apprenticeship. Now, I think if we did get in the legis- legislation, I'm, yeah. I know how to say that word, um, I think 60% of barbershops would close down is <coughs> immediately. Yep, you probably. can't, you, you, do you know how many people would, man, I'd, I'd set up a barber school just because how many people would be trying to fit into barber school mm. to pay that money so they could go back to their shop qualified. I think you would find all these five, six, seven pound barbershops closing straight down. Um, and that's not me being horrible. That's me being really honest. I think in Ellsbury alone, I think there's. I'm not. I'm not going to call them Turkish barbers. I just did. <laughs> Shit. Um, I'm not going to say. I'm going to say pop up barber shops because that's what they are. Um, they kind of just pop up and and do what yeah. they want. <laughs> and um, normally like next to each other as well. Yeah, right next to each other, and they're mates. Like one, like there's one. Or family. One near me that set up not only a barber shop, but he set up a corner shop right next to it. Fair play. Yeah. Um, I say they're like six, seven quid a haircut. How can you compete with that? Well, for me, because I do appointments, it gets all the ruffians out of my shop. I don't get no idiots because as soon as I say seventeen quid, yeah. they look at me like um, I'm not never ever paying that, and then they walk out. So it's great for me, but you do lose some of the. And, and again, going back to haircut prices, if they all close down, all the people that are legislated and qualified, etc., could effectively charge a little bit more because yeah. you get the quality of the haircut then and not just some random off the street. Yeah. I mean, we, we keep our prices. Um, firstly, it's people will say to me, uh, why do you not charge £25 a cut? Yeah, I get that as well. Because you're up on stage, you're uh, a global educator, you know, your standard of work's high, uh, and, and so on and so forth. Which, yeah, I'd love to be able to charge £25 a cut or more, but... There's even, there's one across the road from you which is like yeah, a fiver. Yeah, but depending on where your business is or where you're working within that area... Within that area, the market uh, predicts your price to a degree. Yep. Okay, it governs it. Because if you're within a radius of 10 barbershops 
and they're all ranging between I don't know twelve and seventeen quid. You've got to fall within that twelve and seventeen quid. Yep. There or thereabouts. Whether you're the top end of it at seventeen quid, or whether you're the next one down at twelve quid. And there'll always be some cheaper than that. Uh, and there'll be a very few that are a little yeah, bit higher. Yeah, but that, they tend to be like Tonian guys and things like that. Do you know how much Tonian guy charge for a metal hair? Probably about 45 quid now. 72. Exactly. Yeah, 72. You don't quid. see many men in there, though. No, you definitely don't. So, but, so you're sort of governed by your area. Like if we was in London, 25, 30 quid easy. Yeah, right? yeah easy as well. It, That's probably cheap. if you're in Manchester, probably similar. Like yeah. you can go there. Currently, yeah, but it's because big. we're in a, a, a market town, if you like, it was a county town originally, wasn't it? Yeah, but it's um, a market town now. Yeah, so we're in a market town. You're pretty much governed to to what you can you can charge. Well, what's the most you charge for a haircut? Most I charge for a haircut. What's the most you could go? I could go up to that, and I would feel okay. You might lose a little. Well, bit obviously, in the run room, I'm twenty two fifty, and I yeah. I could probably go up to twenty five in the run room. And still be comfortable with my clientele, my bookings. Because they know they're getting appointments. Because they know they're getting appointments. They know they get one-to-one. They know they can sit down there, relax, chill out, have a drink, um, you know. And, and that's what the atmosphere is built like down yeah. there. It's totally different. Upstairs, I think, or it's, at Park Road Shop. It's in and out. It, it's in and out. And I could probably go 16 quid. Uh, because we're not appointment. If we were appointment, I could go seventeen, eighteen quid. I reckon I could. I reckon the max, the maximum. But this is this is my only issue. The max I could probably go is twenty. Yeah. Twenty quid a haircut. But your appointment. Yeah. If and you're appointment, you can go a bit more. If you walk in, you, I can't. I can't go above probably seventeen my quid thing at the with moment. Me and you, you'll agree with me on this massively, is that we do charge. I charge seventeen. For a reason of, usually people give you twenty and tell the barber to keep the change. Now I want, Sometimes. I want my barbers to have a couple of quid ticks each time and stuff like that. And yeah. the same, the same with you. Yeah. Like, you do sometimes have to live off your. Remember, tips. we always used to do, it'd be like twelve fifty. Yeah. Or uh, fourteen fifty. Yeah. There was always that fifty p. So we left fifty p within the price, so that the staff always picked up the tip. Yeah. You know what I mean. Um, so you've always considered everyone in, in within your businesses to try and look after them in a, yeah, in a certain sense. That. You know what I mean? Rather than giving a flat rate and going, right, well, it's this amount, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then you're leaving it up to that person if you like to leave you something. So I want to know what everyone on here charges as well. Comment down below what you charge or what you feel like you should be charging. And do you think, if you live in the UK, that the legislation should become available? Because I think that's a massive, massive discussion that hardly anyone talks about and I think it's only fair if half the barbershops closed down and then I would make loads more money and that would be great for me you know what's really weird about doing this podcast is that we're just talking to each other really yeah <laughs> but on a sensible level yeah we've never well, I thought we would be like really Piss- fun pissing about <laughs> <laughs> this is like the serious side of us which is kind of strange yeah we don't really we're do not serious. really known for it and when we're together we're not there like it very often are we never never this is a one-off this yeah. guys this is a one-off it's never happening again serious kieran and serious bowling yeah it's kind of strange so it let's was... get away from let's get away from serious stuff because serious stuff is it's, it's good to talk about but it's, it's fucking it's boring isn't it haircuts they're in and out 
what's what's haircut for this season or the, what's what's trending? What's what's going to be the haircut of Christmas? What people get? And don't Google a photo of Beckham right now because that's cheating. <laughs> Can you remember when Beckham? Uh, it was whose wedding? It was someone's wedding. I think it was Meghan Markle and William, where he had a six and a two, and everyone was coming for a six and a two. I was loving life. Rob, did you see what he wore to the wedding? I wore exactly the same thing to your wedding. Yeah, I know you did. Sick. You are not Beckham. I was like though. an old David Beckham. <laughs> Beckham's granddad. <laughs> Fucking hell. Beckham wishes. <laughs> um, what's going to be in and out? I don't know. I've got my hair currently quite short. Yeah, as I had mine short last year and I've just grown it back I to I liked it when you had it short. Yeah, I don't know what to... I, don't I thought it that. suited you. You looked like a little Buddha. Fucking <laughs> 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 hell. Oh, yeah, I don't, I don't no know. No offence to any Buddhas out there. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's offended me more than the Buddhas. And if there is any Buddhas listening, I don't look like you. Um, yeah, people shaving their hair off as a being. Uh, I just don't know. Honestly. We've, we've done a fair bit of it this year. I think maybe because the summer's been warm. What's on the way What's on the way out? buzzing it off, bro. What's on the way out? What's on its way out? Bids. Big beards, anyway. Big, yeah, big beards. We do, we're not doing so many big beards. I've got a few. I've got a few that come to the Remember rumble. they were just massively Yeah, in. I've got a couple that still come to the rumble, and they're, well, they're big beards. I think big beards are not in, as in trimmed beards, as in you take a two or one and a half downwards. Do you know what it is? So with the whole beard thing, yeah. right, is that people have got more confident doing beards. Uh, I think maybe because they've had to, right? So... Where you're now, like, how people got confident with doing fades and different types of shaving on it and contrast when you fade and whether it's soft or whether it's, like, gone. It's the same with beards at the moment, right? So beards have gone shorter. People have learned how to fade them and contrast them and shadow them and stuff like that without using paint, topic, or fibres or anything like that. Um, I was shit at beards. When I first started yeah. with you, I was ter- But then you wasn't great. Like, I, I don't wasn't think, great at beards. I don't think anyone was I great at beards a, back in maybe beard, 10 years. But I wasn't But great. a beard all over. Like, yeah. if you wanted, like, a tool over the beard and a shape round, yeah, I can yeah. do that. Yeah. But then someone asked me to shape a beard, yeah. I, I didn't have a clue what I was no. doing back then. I absolutely love it now. Um, I'm, a, I'm a beard guy. I love doing beards. <laughs> You're the beard guy? Yeah, I'm the beard guy. <laughs> No, to be fair, Baldy did my beard sick. When was it for? It was the other week, wasn't it? But what, what was, was it going? for? We were going somewhere. Photo shoot. We were going to a photo shoot. Oh, we were going to photo shoot. And Baldy did my beard. And I did your beard. It was you sick. You were surprised, weren't you? It was sick. I can't even deny it. It was so yeah. sick. So, even my missus liked it. Did you actually? Yeah. yeah. I did do a sick beard, bro. Um, I just did my other son's yesterday. And he's been going to my other son. And it's the first time he's actually got his beard straight again. Um, but you did give him a ma- his massive scar on the side of his head. He likes it. <laughs> <laughs> what, like, he goes, Dad, I want a haircut like the M25. Yeah, that's what he's like. He's like, you know that time you had that hard line in your hair and it was really wide? And I'm like, yeah. He goes, can you do that on the side of my head? Yeah, like, yeah, sure, okay. no worries, I've got this. I said, they'll be able to see it, certain barbers will be able to see it from Essex. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> No offence to any other Essex barbers who we're not no. talking about. No, who we love. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think cuts. 
and stuff, and we touch this a, a bit on this, or I try and touch on it in uh, classes that we do or any stage work that we do, is I want to touch on concept cutting, right, or uh, artistic cutting. Um, artistic cutting. Yeah, I like to call it concept cutting because it's a concept, isn't it? Now, I think concept cutting is absolutely fantastic for editorial work um, or stage work or competition work. Um, it has a place, uh, I believe, and it's hard to do some of it as well. And for those people that are at the top end of it, that do do it, um, Con- I take my hat off. Concept cutting is the new version of patterns. Yeah. I think they've gone yeah. from patterns and gone, okay, yeah. we've seen every pattern now under the sun. Yeah. Let's do, let's, let's reverse fade, let's leave it longer yeah. at the bottom, going up to the yeah, top yeah. and back into the yeah. hair, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. But even to the degree of your sectioning and your structure all comes into that, you know, depending mm. on what angle you're going to take that hair at, is what the angle that it's going to set at when you blow dry it and stuff like that. I think it's, it's absolutely fantastic how, how people who, that, like I said, are at the top end of it, do it. It amazes me. And, and I, I've tried to do it at times, and I've done bits of it, and, and I like doing it. Yeah. But here's the thing. It only has a place for those things that I've mentioned. For instance, editorial, uh, stage work, class work, um, thinking outside the box sessions, if you like. Because if you're doing it on a in a high street shop and you're doing it on your client, your client leaves the shop with this fantastic looking concept cut that's put in different angles and, and different things. Within two, three days, that haircut is walking around looking horrendous. Really bad. I'm not a fan of concept cutting. I don't like it. I haven't done it. I won't do it. I think that you can be great on stage without having to do stuff like that. Or great in your own shop without having to do stuff. I just, me personally, yeah. I don't like it. I never have. I that. mean, you know me. I like to think outside the box. Yeah, you like, so to, you like, like to do, to stuff, do like stuff like that. Um, I think it is artistic. And, As your and son loves to. Liam loves oh, to do loves stuff it. like that. Liam loves yeah. it. And it looks, it does look good. It's just not yeah. me. It looks great in, in photographs. It looks great when you're, you're showing people and, you know, but then I was. And I enjoy doing it. But then I was the idiot who was putting freaking camos in people's partings as a. What, I don't yes, know. you was. Yeah. So yeah. like. Yeah. What I did, was you thinking? What did I call it? Ah, uh, oh, there was there was some. It was what was it called? Mampat or something. Uh, something along that line, wasn't it? Wasn't it called a mampat? <sighs> mampat, and it was. Uh, I remember just Alan Beat come up to me and he was like. You're, you're Kieran and I was like he goes you created the, the man plat thing and, he, and I was like yeah he goes yeah. that's shit <laughs> I, <was laughs> I like, love it I was like yes thanks yeah. Alan Beek but then a couple of years later didn't we start seeing it again yeah we did and Somewhere. I was like yeah and I was like oh that's my concept what yeah. are you doing and somebody else had tried doing it yeah which is sick like yeah. I think back then I was a bit childish and I was probably like how dare you yeah and now I, I love when I people do stuff like awesome that that people take a little piece of what you do and, and use it that's that's what it's about. Yeah, I love you know. it. Oh, um, I'm gonna have to go from my pictures now. Yeah, so going, going back over it, it does grow out horrendous, and you're not gonna show off 
your best work walking down the street three days later mm-hmm. when it's all lumpy and chunky and people don't ask you where the hell you've got your yeah. haircut and stuff like that so like. I think it has a place but I also think that how long did on it take your everyday you to, clientele it doesn't how long did it take you to know that though because I mean you used to do it on customers I yeah I've done it ah there's a right so there's knowing what you can do on your clients and what you can't okay and it comes down to the client their lifestyle, their look, and what they can get away with. So I would put maybe a cutout in, um, or something like that, you know? Yeah. And give it a different shape at the back. Okay. It doesn't grow out as bad yeah. as doing some huge lines and a massive reverse fade um, and stuff like that. So it doesn't grow out quite as as bad as that it grows down your normal hairline will grow back into it and, and stuff like that so I've done stuff like that but I don't, I don't tend to do all the other stuff where it, do, you know, it's so not going to grow know, right so I know that my clipper work has probably changed over the last 10 years Yeah. and so is yours definitely yeah. do you think your scissor work has changed though? no nope. I don't think my scissor work's changed I'll tell you for why because my scissor work's always been really good my scissor work's is uh, I'm what did someone say about me? They said you're shit at fading, but your scissor works okay. Yeah, and I'll take you're, that. You're all right with scissors. I'm all right with scissors. You're all right with yeah, scissors. Yeah, that was it. You, that? you are the worst fade I've ever seen, but yeah. you're all right with but scissors. But you are all right with scissors. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll take that all day so, long. I think because. But when you see like uh, Josh Monica and people like that, and they're doing these hundred section haircuts, which yeah. is, I mean, it's it's their thing, and people love it. They go crazy yeah. for it. Yeah. I haven't got enough time to do a hundred sections in a haircut. I'd have to charge fifty quid a haircut. Yeah, my um, I, it, yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. It takes a little while. Yeah, it does. To section everything. And is it worth it? Is it pointless? Is it not pointless? Or I mean, I section the hair. Don't get me wrong, but I probably take maybe about half an inch to an inch sections instead of yeah. half a millimetre to a millimetre sections. Yeah. I think there's a massive difference. Yeah, I, I to- totally agree. Um, but it, it's, it's a way of cutting and, and it works um, for them. Yeah, th- I, I, there is no right or wrong way yeah. of cutting hair. There is only your own way. For me, I, you know, I learned as a hairdresser. Um, I still teach the same system, um, scissor-wise. Because it is about structure, it is we about angles, teach work, and it is about formula. Mm-hmm. So, I still teach apprentices the same way, because I think scissor work is uh, really, really important. I think regardless of whether you can outfade the next guy or you know do the best fade in the world, if you can't, if you can't do the scissor work. Um, and know the sections and the structure that you're putting into a cut and why you're putting that structure into that cut mm-hmm. or why you're putting that angle there, then what's the point? You, yeah, the right. top's going to look shit mm-hmm. and you could have a fade that looks like it's airbrushed. Yeah. Great. You know what I mean? We can do when the hair's <laughs> flopping over the top of it. It looks terrible. You know what I mean? But that's the thing. I think it's definitely, I think it's... As you always say, it's fifty percent cutting to fifty percent styling. You could be the yeah. best cutter in the world, but if you are shit at styling, mm. the maximum recording time in this segment is sixty minutes. Keep that on the clock. Okay, right. We're going to record this one. Then we're going. This is part one, and we're going to come back for part two. Hold on two seconds. Oh, I like that.
So hey guys, we are on part two of Kieran and Boldy. We were just sitting down and discussing um, what's in and out with haircuts and etc. etc. We got onto the subject of sectioning and stuff like that, and we got onto the subject of other things. Um, so this is part two. Part two, I want to talk about. I want to talk about something. Then Boldy has something to talk about. So I want to talk about kind. Of, it's kind of the same thing. What? Yeah, of course you are. Ha, idiot. So, Body's currently trying to, like, film us recording the podcast. Um, yeah, so we're currently, like... Go on. We are indeed. Um, we, we hit the hour mark, and now we're on part two. Shooting the breeze. Ah, oh, damn it. Okay, so we are we are in Russia. We are shooting the breeze, and I welcome you back. If you're watching this from YouTube, um, I don't welcome you back because you should still be watching. Um, and if you're not watching, then you can go eat some salad. Something some got hate in it. So, um, I wanted to talk about the increasing barber kind of podcast. One word. Yes. I wanted to talk about the increased kind of love slash hate of Instagram barbers, what's going on with Instagram, the algorithms have all changed, like I'm not getting as many likes, which is okay, it's okay to not get as many likes, I'm not going to jump off a bridge, Um, it's fine, I think, and that's what a lot of people get themselves down about, is if they don't get X amount of likes, they don't think they've made it or not, so... I'm just watching Johnny Barber. He is just watching Johnny Barber on Instagram, funny enough. Yeah, Johnny Barber is sick, bro. He is... I don't really know him too well, I'll be real be honest with you. So... Nice. So, I just want to talk a bit about Instagram. A bit about, like, we get a lot of love on Instagram. Like, a lot of love. And then we get some people who, who don't... I think there's a difference between not loving us and being rude to people like the pissed-off barber who kind of just does stuff for banter. I speak to the guy quite a bit. He's actually quite a genuinely nice guy. I don't know if he wants me to tell you guys that because he wants to be the pissed off barber, but yeah, he's actually all right, isn't he? Yeah, he's a softy. He, he is. He's I got don't a... know who he is. I'm saying he's a softy. For all I know, he could be like, I don't know, serial killer next door or something. But he seems like quite chats, a genuine guy. The way he chats online, he, yeah, he's, he's a nice normal geezer, I think. Um, and he's just out to have a laugh. I don't like, I think that banter is acceptable because it's just banter and it's just having a laugh. You just have to take it for what it is. You have to have a bit of a sense of humour. I think in order to be a barber or anyone that works with the general public on a similar level, right, where you're going to spend a bit of time with people, having to talk to them about all sorts of things, you have to be slightly Mm -hmm. thick-skinned in order to do the job. You you can't be one of these people that takes offence to everything. Because you can't do the job. Yeah. You wouldn't be able to. I think there's idiots online. Um, there's one woman on Facebook, and I've blocked her. I can't even remember her name. It's, it's Kerry something or other. And um, she's constantly on Facebook. Just anybody's haircut, she will just go on and she will just go, it's rubbish, it's terrible. Really? But she never posts any of her own work. I've never seen... Any of her own work. She only works in, like, I don't know, Oxford or somewhere. Oh, see, like. I don't know any of this because, as people will know, I am not on Facebook. 
Right, so that's what I'm just explaining. But there's people like that on, um, like someone someone commented on my Instagram today. They like they just read your shit, and I was like, cool. I think that's a valid point. <laughs> like the, the <laughs> <laughs> it's factual more than anything. Um, but I mean, the pissed off barber, like he'll say I'm, I'm shit kind of hair and I'm fat. I was like, two things I already know I am, so it doesn't bother me too much. But <laughs> I think maybe five or six years ago, if someone was to write something like that on my Instagram. I would have just bit, and I would have been like, why am I shit, you know, how dare you, who are you to say that, and I've come to, we were discussing earlier, I've come to a point in my career where I just go, block, I'm done, it's it's easy, it's done, doesn't affect me anymore, I don't have to wait for a reply. Weirdly, years ago, right, Kieran used to fly off the handle at all sorts of things, right, and (laughs) overreact, right, and he would be abusive, and he would be so horribly cutting to whoever left a, a nasty comment. And I used to say, look, listen, does it have any bearing on your actual life? Right? No? Then let it go over your head. Mm. It doesn't affect you. But at times, sometimes even me, and I'm quite a laid-back, chilled-out person, unless you're rude to my face, um, then you're going to know about it. But... In, in general, in life, if someone gives me a comment, I let it go. I'm like, yeah, whatever, it has no bearing on my life. It doesn't affect me, it doesn't affect my friends, it doesn't affect my family. Therefore, it has no bearing. What's the last comment that got to you? Oh, I can't remember. Oh, one the other day, right, but I've, I've now taken a similar approach to you, right? So the one the other day, I did a video while I was on holiday about bad haircuts, right? And it was just a, a, a general <laughs> observation I was on holiday, sat around the pool for two weeks, or on the beach, and I noticed the amount of what I would consider bad haircuts, right? Not structured haircuts, the fades were terrible, scissor work with terrible crowns were missing, right? They're the ones that I'm talking about. He's and, he's also not saying Turkish barbers. No, no. <laughs> Just crowns for now, that. Crowns barbers, that's what I'm saying. Um, work for Dulux. Um... So, anyway, what my point was that if it's a bad haircut, surely the person that's teaching that person is teaching them the wrong way, or they're learning from a bad barber, right? That that was my whole point of my whole video. And a guy came on there and went, there's no such thing as a bad haircut. It's to do with um, the service and something else that you're giving that client. And I was like... What? No, there definitely is such a thing as a bad haircut, right? Because I've seen them. Um, and so I put, well, look, listen, uh, I appreciate that, but um, we'll just have to agree to disagree, right? That, that was why. Which put. is a nice ish comment. Right. And I thought, I'm just going back and forth with it, you know, just replying to what he, he put. He put a comment on there. I thought, I'll reply. I always try and reply to people. And then he came back with a dig at, I've just looked at your feed, blah, 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 blah. Your haircuts ain't great. Right? I was like, oh, whoa, hang on a minute. I, I wasn't having a go. I didn't name or shame anyone. I was just saying the standards of, of somewhere aren't great. So, um, but for me, it was easier to go, do you know what? Delete, block. See you later. Right, I'm not interested in that anymore. I don't care. Do you know what I mean? If I get 100 likes on a picture, it's 100 likes of genuine people that like the picture. 
It's 100 likes um, you never had. You know, it's 100 likes I didn't have. I don't care. Um, well, I do care because I appreciate the fact that they like the picture. Um, but I'm, I'm not going to worry about people having digs at me and stuff like that. Barry honest. from Norwich. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you're not, you're not going to get... I'm not offended by it anymore. Right. You used to really aggravate well, I mean, me. Half the time as well, these, a lot of these people, if you actually you either look at their page and they're private, right? So it's either a fake account or they just don't want anyone seeing their actual work. Or when you do look at them, they have about 50 followers... And their haircuts are done in the kitchen, and they're horrendous. And they're the people that tend to try and dig you out for some reason. I have no idea why. Maybe it's a hobby. I have no idea. You know right. I mean? It might be their hobby. They sit in their kitchen and go, oh, right, I'm going to dig out all the decent barbers on Instagram tonight. Yeah. yeah. Have a few tequilas. Get some <laughs> nachos in. Sit here with my homies. I don't know. It's a bit weird. So you think it's a lot of Mexican barbers? <laughs> <laughs> no, I like Mexican barbers, bro. Whatever. whatever. I've met a few in San Diego, and they are all good. I um, I, I, I agree, and I think there's. But then on the on the flip side, there's a lot of barbers that are coming through that are really cool, really humble guys. Um, might like Zach. Zach, my my, I want to say he's my apprentice. He's not my apprentice because he's a barber. Zach, my newest team member um he loves vic blends loves 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 vic blends doesn't he he does he loves vic blends because as a 17 year old kid i don't get this as a 32 year old man but as a 17 year old kid when vic blends put stuff out like really inspirational stuff about it's not about the, the the crumbs don't taste as good as the dough and stuff like that as a 17-year-old kid who's looking for inspiration, that works. And it makes him want to do as good as he can so he can one day be like Vic Blends. And, and for me, that's that's cool. You know, it doesn't suit me and the way I do things. Um, maybe because I'm just a miserable old man now. But as a 17-year-old kid looking for inspiration, maybe that's what I needed at 17. Um, and just, it, it works. And I think there's a lot of people like that out there who do quite a lot of that stuff, well, do you? The crumbs are not as good as the dough. Surely the dough has to be cooked for it to be good. I want it's very yeasty, bro. <laughs> no one wants to taste the yeast. No one wants to taste the yeast, do they? Um, is, it the, the, is it the crumbs? This, I don't know. What's another word for crumbs? <laughs> <laughs> no, no I don't, don't know. But it was it's something... It was like this... Dust. I'm sure it was the crumbs don't taste as good as the dough or something. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not very good at inspirational talking. No, I'm not very good at inspirational talking, but Vic Blends is very, very good at inspirational quoting. And he just kind of has this, you guys need to get up and go and do things and be the best at life and be the best. Which, yeah, you should be, don't get me wrong, but I can't tell you guys that. You guys have to learn it yourself. But Vic Blends will happily tell you guys that, and which is which for Zach, and that's what Zach needs, and so that's for me that's perfect because it keeps my barbers inspired. Go on, I want an inspiration. Can you give yeah. the audience right, an inspirational? This. this is someone that's always stayed with me. Okay, and I bet uh, I've heard it. Don't piss down my back and tell me it's raining. Work that out. So don't piss down my back and tell me it's raining. Yeah. So that would go to someone who's lying to you. Because it's not raining, bro. Because it's not raining. Yeah. 
So would that go to someone who is maybe untrustworthy or... Yeah, yeah, has no respect for you. Has no respect for you. Oh dear. Um, but yeah, I think that's a good quote. It should be used more often. I have no quotes. I have no inspirational quotes off the, off the top my, of my, my head. My favourite one, like that I always pass on, and I'll use it on this trip as well, um, is be all that you can be, but not all that you are. Right, and I still live by that. All right, that gives you room to improve everywhere throughout life, always. Isn't it? Yeah, I I agree with that. Don't I like settle that. for what you are. Be everything that you can be. Try your best. Yeah. And if your best ain't good enough, at least you tried. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not I'm really bad of inspirational quotes. But you've got it's thick blends, Rob the original's little brother. What you I said this. It was. But it's not. Well I don't know. Have a look. Oh well hold on. So I'll, I'll carry on talking and I'll get Google. Will Google know? Google might know. I don't I don't really know. Does Google work the same? Do I have to speak Russian? No, I don't think you do. I think you can just speak English to it. Go on. Here we go. Is Vic Blends Rob the Original's little brother? Is Vic Blends Rob Rob the Original's? (coughs) Hang on. Hang on. I'm just trying to... I'm putting O. Hang on. Original. I'm searching up on the laptop as you're searching up on the, um... Rob the original, it's Crave, blah, 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 blah. Oh, hang on. It's Vic Benz. Rob the original's little brother. Uh, I don't think he is, you know. I don't think they're either of them on Google. No, because obviously Rob's last name is original. And Vic's last name is Blends. Yeah, but they're stage names. It's like me. <laughs> you're Kieran the Barber. And I'm well, Baldy. We don't go on as no, maybe uh, not. Baldy and Son, do we? No, we, do, no, we do, definitely don't. No, your mum, you know, she's alright. His name's Rob right. Ferrell in real life. Did you know that? Oh, okay. I don't know if it would be Vic Ferrell, I, I imagine. I don't I don't really know. But yeah, Rob. Rob's oh, hang on. Based out of North Carolina... Who in less than three years has taken the idea of? I don't know. What? Yeah, just nothing. <laughs> you said that. There is a bit. It's top look. It blends, blah, blah, blah. Nice. But it hasn't got rubber originals on it. No. But yeah, so we got, just going back, we weren't really off subject then. Sorry, we were just, Sorry. We were just narrowing as you do. That's what podcasts are about. Yeah, podcasts are about mattering, but keeping probably on subject. I think that Instagram is a big key to success. I think for me personally, I would never have as many customers as I had if it wasn't for Instagram and me showcasing my work. I mean, the reason I got onto Instagram was because when we were at Baldi's and Baldi were agreeing with me, like all we had was a, a shitty book with haircuts in from about 1993. And Vic I was Reeves has come up. Vic Reeves, no, not Vic Reeves, Vic Blends. Oh. And <laughs> it was um, it was this thing where I didn't want to, I didn't want to do haircuts on nineteen ninety three. I wanted to show people, look, this is what I can do, and you can pick from that. And it just got bigger and bigger and bigger, and now I'm on ninety nine k. I think probably I opened my first shop in nineteen ninety three. 
I thought it was 1990 you opened your first shop. No, if, if, no, you stole your first shop. Yeah. <laughs> tell everyone that. <laughs> so, yeah. You wanted to talk about... Yeah. Now, this is quite a, a good subject for you, because you wanted to talk about... I can't believe I stole my first shop. He did. He's a bit of a geezer. Do you... So, Baldy, tell him a story how you stole your first shop. No. Would you not want to? Is it no. a bit long? Yeah, a bit but long. I but he did definitely steal his first shop and it was amazing. It's an amazing story and if you ever come up to Baldy at any show and he's got ten minutes, maybe half an hour. I've led a life. If you want to ask me anything, I'm always very open, very honest about the life I've led. He's quite got some good stories. One day I'm gonna do a book called When the Shutters Go Down. And the problem is, everyone will get hung because of it. I think it's going to be a good book. <laughs> I ain't going to get hung. I'm there. <laughs> I'm not going to get hung. <laughs> I'm, st- I'm staying well away from his yeah, book. I uh, can I go under a different name? You call yeah. me like Ric Flair. Oh, yeah. So no one will know you're Ric Flair. <laughs> no, he's some a barber worker for He was fat called, called Ric, Ric Flair. Flair. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. Um, yeah, getting back to what you were saying. What was you saying? So you wanted to talk about oh, I can't I had it in my notes, but my notes have just gone. It was being in the industry yeah. and Oh it, so it was yeah. It was being in the industry and being an educator but career path. Career paths. That was the word I was looking for, but it just was not in my vocabulary. Yeah. Career um, paths. So, you want to talk about career paths and what people take about career paths, and not yeah, and, and your positioning within an industry or elevation to places in the industry, if you like. Um, I think it's a subject that everyone always asks and is curious about and want to be inspired to get to or you know have aspirations to reach. It's um, first things first, right? They cool. always one of the things we always get asked at shows around the world on Instagram, Kieran probably on Facebook and Twitter um, and stuff like that, right? People will message you all the time and go, "How do you become an Anderson? How do you become an Anderson?" <laughs> right? I knew that before. It's even yeah. gone out of your lips. Most commonly asked question ever. How do you become an Andis educator? Um, John, my answer is for that. Oh, and it's always been the same answer. Yeah. Right place, right time. Yeah. For me personally. It takes some skill. A lot of luck. And some luck. I definitely think luck. Yeah. And making luck work for you sometimes. Right? Everyone thinks luck is just luck. Luck is you still have to make things work your your benefit if you like even with luck mm-hmm. so we were uh, we were with a group called group, the yeah. New World Barbers the New World Barbers okay. from NWB there was some absolutely awesome barbers in there we were friends it was like the we likes of followed each other we all used to chat to each other it was like me you Reese Beak Alan Beak John Dublin Barber, yeah, John from John from Barber Town, Bar- Warwick, Declan Barber, yeah, Tom, Declan, Tom, Tom Trapp, Trapp uh, 
Greg Max. Gregory Max. Um, and that was the original group. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, J Fades. Oh, J Fades. Yeah. Yes. So there was like ten of us. It was the, it was the original group. It was awesome. And we got offered to do a shoot for Andis. Well, no. Initially, before that, previous to that, we, you started up Page, didn't you? Yeah, I started at New World Barbers. Um. So what we did was the idea was that we we would just uh, post all of our work of this group um, on that page, wouldn't we? Mm-hmm. Right. And then from that point on, it was an idea that or a concept that we tried to get. Something that we could all... Because we was all from different parts of the country. And we all wanted to do some work together. But bearing in mind, this is bef- like just as the industry was starting to take off a little bit. Um, so these were all people that were names at the beginning, if you like. So uh, I literally rang around, didn't I? Going, uh, who would be interested in this? Spoke to Rachel from Mom Barber. Um, said, look, have you heard of New World Barbers? Uh, we want to do something together, like a photo shoot or something like that. She said, uh, you know, she had nothing, but she would help us out and uh, mediate, try and find someone. That was our first ever proper... That was our first proper... Chat with Rachel. Yeah. We didn't know Rachel was a woman. No, we didn't. At first, we just went modern barber, used to banter with this person online on Twitter and stuff like that. Didn't have a clue. clue I can't that believe was... you thought she was a tranny. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're horrible. Yeah, I, but either way, uh, we made a really good friend. So, but Rachel then came back to us a few months later and said, uh, Andis are looking at relaunching in the UK. Um, I pitched the team. How do you feel about doing the, the relaunch. So we put a race together, didn't we? Yep. Uh, went over uh, uh, the spec and the brief of, of what they wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was me, you, Alan. John from Barbertown. Danielle. Greg, yeah, Danielle and Greg. Greg, yep. Um, that did the, the shoot. Yep. Um, we got offered positions to become well no no, well, no we did turn you turn it down yeah because so we there was there was a woman who used to work for Andis bless her Eileen Nunez yeah. she um she said why don't you want to be and yeah. you know why have you she applied was, for Andis educated job global education manager at the time wasn't she yeah and she's kind of said to us why didn't why haven't you applied for Andis education job and me and Boldy were like well, we we can't do it it was too we were busy it was too much yeah, it was, it was way, way too much. And it was just like, we'd taken on so much. I worked for Baldy at the time. So we kind of well, looked free, at... Free shops. We, free shops. I was working for Baldy at the time. We were fairly understaffed. Yeah. Um, and it was the point of, we couldn't both be out of the shop at the same time kind of thing. And she was like, no, these these opportunities are brilliant. And I kind of forced Baldy's hand a little bit, didn't I? And I went, no, we need to... Like, I pulled him aside and I was like, we, we should try and go for this. And then we both walked up to her and we said, well, how, well, why can't you interview us now? Yeah. And she was like, oh, I can. And so we got an interview there and then... And then she said she was coming back over in the May. Could we do Barber UK for her? Could we do Barber UK as a, a live sort of audition? So there was me, you, Alan Beek. Darren Jones. Darren Jones, um, back then. And we went and did... They needed someone on the BBA stage. Mm-hmm. 
So we went and did that, didn't we? We smashed and it. Absolutely smashed it. And got offered our contracts from there. That was when we weren't really friends with Simon Shaw, but we still called him out on the main we stage. We bantered him while he was watching He the didn't stage. have a frigging clue what to do. No. I love, no. si- me and Simon and Baldy are really close now. What you've got to understand is there is an Andis wall there will always be competition but that doesn't mean you can't be friendly with a competition no. and we love Simon he's, he's a yeah. genuinely nice guy he calls me fat I call him fatter and that's yeah. that's yeah. how it works yeah. but we absolutely like he didn't know we were he just knew we were Andy's educated he didn't have a clue we were. he was way above us yeah. back then not so much anymore yeah. he's helped me out a lot to be fair um, and with discussions that I have with him and stuff like that Oh, I'm boldy. So we were in the um, we were in the ring. So imagine it was a boxing ring. We're doing a hair show. Bearing in mind, boxing rings are quite bouncy, and people try and do shaves on there. Just imagine that. Yeah. It's not the greatest thing in the world. But Simon's watching anyway. And um, boldy, you just called him out, didn't you? Yeah. All right, Simon. I was literally. I was like, can everyone from the left hand side turn inwards? Didn't I? Yeah. Uh, can everyone from the right turn the opposite direction? Can we all give because Simon, Simon and then I and then I and then I no, it wasn't. It was a wave. Oh, wave! And yeah. then I started shouting, Simon, Simon, give, give us, us a wave, wave. give yeah. us a wave. And Simon, <laughs> Simon walked off, and, and, that, he, and he walked off. That was our first introduction to Mister Shaw. Bless him. Oh, he's, um, he's so a great yeah, guy. We, that, and but we got our contracts off of the back of that because we were different to uh, other people. Anything they'd ever seen, really, they, they had. So it, it worked for us. But getting back onto the subject, that's how we started. It did take a little bit of luck. But from that point onwards, it's taken hard work and drive. To keep our jobs. Yeah. You have to you have to have drive. You have to have passion. You have to have hard work. Um, and, and it takes a lot to keep that momentum going. And we've been going for now, that momentum for six years, something like that. And, you know, you're constantly... Staying on top of it. To to keep on top of a game is hard because not only have you got to keep on top, there's new there's upper cover barbers who are really really good. Yeah, really. And, and they're like, why aren't why haven't we got yours? And, and like, I'll give you a, a really good example. I like a Richmond who works for me. Yeah. I I too shadow of a doubt he is he's better than me. He's better than most barbers I've ever worked. Oh, he's with. so good. He's amazing, but he hasn't got any stage presence. Bless him. Yeah. He's quite shy. He can he can do stage work because he did it on the weekend. Yeah. But as long as you're not talking to him, he's he's absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You know, he just he gets nervous. I think the thing is, people say, you know, what what makes the difference between, uh, someone that's up there doing education in front of whether that be, ten people, whether that be two thousand people, right? What what's the difference? The difference is you could be the best barber in the world, right? You could be all over Instagram. Your your cuts could be outstanding more than anyone else's. But can you stand up there in front of whether it be 10 people, whether it be 2,000 people, and deliver uh, and break down step by step exactly the type of education to cover every type of barber? Mm-hmm. Okay, You have to cover from someone that's just picking up clippers, to someone that's been doing it same as me for 35, 40 years. Asking them why you're on stage and they're not. Yeah. And um, also, I think it's a thing, just uh, just quickly, just butting in, is, is in the sense of when you, I've, I have people when I've got, like, I've been heckled on stage and stuff like that. And same, same as Baldy, like, why do you, like, if you're a person who's coming to a hair show, 
why would you heckle someone? Or why would you feel the need to go, I'm better than you? No one's better than anyone. Yeah. You know? And and so it's it's I I've always I've kind of over the last few years, I've probably grown up a lot and I've I've humbled myself a bit. And I love going to hair shows now and I don't care if I watch the Babylist stand or the wall stand or or the HJ or anywhere like that. It's not about the clippers, it's about the guy on stage that's teaching. And I just love watching and I just love learning. Yeah. I don't care who it is who's cutting hair on stage. I just love watching. If I can take one or two things away from someone who's on stage cutting hair and go back to my shop and make myself better from it, yeah. I don't care. You know, that's, if, that's the main thing. For anyone that thinks that the finished product, the finished article, then you're not. It's as simple as that. Mm-hmm. Because anyone will tell you that's been around a long time or has grown up around this industry a lot is that you never finish. You never finish learning. There's always change. There's always things coming out. There's always someone that you can learn something off. There's always something different that you can go, how do you do that? You know, and, and that's from my point of view as well. And I'm, I'm out there teaching and I still look at some of the younger guys that come on the scene. I, I watch and I go, my God, how have you just done that? that that's so cool. And I'll, I'll ask. I'll ask them to break it down. Ask them to show me. I'm not, I'm not embarrassed the fact that you know I've just watched something that I think is amazing I'm gonna ask I want to know mm-hmm. I'm hungry for it still yeah after all this time so you know and the other side of it is it's like um, and, I, and I go back to this I said this the other week right my son Liam the Liam Kenny uh, as some of you will know he he's another young talented barber right there's a few out there. He's he's really good. He's been around for a few years now, and you know he did his first stage light at probably fourteen years old. His, like his stage presence is really good as well. Yeah, and he said to me, and it's one thing that he says when he's on stage is that, um, don't copy someone like for like, because that person's already there. They're already doing that. They're already being that person. They're already cutting that style. Everyone has a signature. He said, what he does is go around, have a look at bits and pieces from everyone. Take a little piece of that, a little piece of that, a little piece of that. Put it into your game and become your person. Mm-hmm. All these little things that you take from other people's education will better you as a well-rounded barber um, or well-rounded educator. And that's come from a seventeen-year-old boy. You know what I mean? Like when we were in, we were in Chicago earlier this year. It was freezing, by the way. And <laughs> snow blizzard. Oh, we had a freaking snow blizzard. But on before us, who was on before us? We was on. We was on one of the stage during education. G Wiz. And G Wiz was on us. And now he educates for another clipper company, which is fair enough. You know, many people do. But what he was doing with certain things and stuff, I I still. Like, and he's been educating for 30, 30 plus years or whatever. He's 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 getting on, old G whiz, <laughs> and um, I still was I was constantly at him. What's this? How does this do? Yeah. And I, you know, I just want to learn. I don't I don't want to be rude. I just want to I want to learn. Like I'm excited for for what he's doing because it's impressed me, and I want to know how it's done. But I don't I don't care if you're a fifteen year old lad cutting hair or you're a sixty seven year old guy cutting hair. If you can teach me something then I'm, I'm willing to watch, I'm willing to learn. So my main thing about like that is, if you go to a hair show, 
There's probably only one more. Let's don't be a dick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Good point. But going back onto onto Facebook, we've wandered off it a bit. Um, career path. L- listen, there is a handful of companies that can give out work, paid work, mm-hmm. okay, um, and contracts. And most of us were there, got in at the beginning, okay. We've worked hard to keep it. Uh, keep it flowing in the right direction, learn everything else about the business. Um, and we graft hard. So for anyone coming into it, I'm, I'm not saying that it's in, an impossible feat to break into uh, and do, but it is hard because there aren't loads of jobs around it, no. if that makes sense. If, Like Kieran, you said to me earlier, if everyone's doing education, there's no one to educate. There's no one to educate. <laughs> right. <laughs> Does it make sense? Yeah. Well, as as if they're all students, there were no teachers to teach. Like yeah. it, just, it does. It does make sense. Yeah. I think there is. I think I I still don't see myself as an educator. I like, I kind of I like showcasing my work. I know how to talk about my work, but I don't think I'm the best. I don't think I'm close to being the best. Um, but I enjoy what I do and I love doing it and I think it's one of the things where I'm just going to keep keep learning and keep keep doing it and hopefully you guys will follow me on my career still and yeah I mean I think we we still feel we have a lot to offer um, some people will disagree <laughs> <laughs> but you know we still have a lot of people that that want to come and watch us want to come and learn um, you know and just to pass on knowledge is a fantastic thing, regardless. You know, if if you do come and see us and we pass you on a little bit of knowledge and then you go back to the place you work or whoever you work with and you pass on the, that little bit of knowledge to them, how good is that, right? That That's priceless, you know what I mean? And that's what pushes people and drives them forward still. So... I think that's what we've got to talk about. Let's wrap this podcast up. Um, so, yeah, guys, just quickly, we are going to be at Sounds International on the 5th, 6th, and 7th of October at the XL Arena. Now, if you have stayed, this is right to the end. This is the magic bill I've been telling about. Oh, I'm excited because I don't know what it you is. You don't. So, let's make up a code word. Is there a prize? Yeah, bollocks. Let's make it a prize. Um... First person to come up to Baldy at Salons and say... <laughs> well, hang on, hang on. Yes. We used to do this all the time, yeah, didn't we? But we used to do it on Instagram. Yeah, we did. So, if you've watched an hour and 34 minutes, I think that's what it's going to be, of this podcast. And if you... First one to go up to Baldy and say... What should we make him say? Itsy bitsy, teeny weeny, yellow polka dot bikini. <laughs> Yes, yes. If you got to Baldy and whisper in his ear, itsy bitsy teeny weeny yellow polka dot bikini, right, and then grab his butt, right, Baldy will give you a free comb from Andis, both right. colours, yeah, okay. and, and a kiss on the cheek. Right, listen, and if anyone... <laughs> Go on. We do this all the time. If anyone goes up to Kieran... <laughs> Shakes him by the hand. Oh, I knew you were going to do the shake by the hand. Oh, I hates, hate, he I hates hate shaking hands, right? But Could, if anyone can shake his hand and whisper in his ear, I kissed your mum's left foot. <laughs> oh, my God. 
I'll give you, uh, or he will give you, he'll give you two free Andis towels. Yeah, that sounds good to How's me. That? I'll try and I'll chuck in a few cones, bollocks yeah. to it. Yeah. All right, but that's the, that's the deal. And we're, we're on the 36 minute mark, right? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, it's the last thing. And if you go up, and if you, <laughs> right, this is the big prize. If you go up to Jim, that sounds international, you've got to find out, you've got to find who Jim is first. And just whisper in his, in his ear, you jobless lying bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Jim will probably jiu-jitsu you. <laughs> so yeah, guys, this is the end of the podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it. I don't know who the pissed off barber is, by the way. I don't know who full back and sides is. I just thought I'd let you know. Um, Boldy, you got some words to say before we leave? Yeah. For all the help we give them, they never send us anything free. Who, the pissed off barber? Yeah. Yeah, we give them a lot of advice. Yeah. Well, they never sent me a free... I gave them advice. I said I wanted Pablo t-shirts. You know, it has like, Pablo, 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 in old English writing down the back. Yeah. Remember those t-shirts? No, but Carrier. Like Pablo, you know, like... Okay, Kanye like Kanye West, yeah. Right. And he said, I can't do everything, can I? I was like, oh, 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 I don't... Oh, my God, what a loser. Um, but you think he'd send us uh, a t-shirt or something? Help us uh, out. I know, I know. Help, us, help us struggling, you know. Yeah, struggling barbers. <laughs> the only people that support you, bro. And, uh, everyone else hates you. Yeah. You know, we like you. We do. Um, what other nonsense? Is that it? Are we done for nonsense? I think we're pretty much done for nonsense. I need a, I'll be honest, yeah, I'm cut wrapping this up because I need a poo. Are we going to do it <laughs> Yeah, fuck it. We'll do some more. Oh, I'll, I'll we'll do, hopefully do another one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap this up. I'm going to put it onto the... Laptop, I'm going to edit it and I'm going to put it on YouTube. So it should be on YouTube by tomorrow, I'm hoping. Can we put a link onto Instagram or not? For what? For the podcast. Yeah, of course I can. I'll make a link. I can yeah. create a link. Yeah, that's help me post mine. Yes, that's fine. Thanks. Do you want me to... <laughs> okay, we've got you. We'll sort it. Don't worry. It'll be on Boldy's, Boldy's Instagram, my Instagram. Roamish Barb Show on Instagram. We'll put it on Jim's Instagram. <laughs> that, no, we won't. No, we won't. Four people on it. <laughs> someone's bitter <laughs> oh dear alright guys I love you thanks for um, thanks for listening to our shit for the last yeah, hour and 40 we do appreciate, you. We do appreciate listen, you if there's anything you want us to actually uh, cover on future podcasts that'd be great as well then let us know yeah because, because we obviously need subjects because we're pretty crap at talking yeah but we will cover anything if even if it's about how we first started out and you know Anything about our lives, anything you want Who to Who is your favourite wrestler? Yeah, get up close and personal. You know, ask us absolutely yeah. anything. How many toes has Baldy really got? Yeah. You know, you can ask us absolutely anything. Even what happened in that dressing room? Yes. What happened in that dressing room with who was Frank it? Carson. Frank Castle. You'll never ever find out what happened with Baldy in that dressing room with Frank Castle. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh my god, I forgot about that. I actually made you a cake and everything for it. Right, guys, peace out, um, and I shall speak to you soon. But make sure you comment, like, subscribe, go on Boldy's Instagram, give them a follow. Um, and if you're listening, Rachel, from my mag- magazine, um, there's other Barber magazines out there. What really shit, and yours isn't, and we love you to death. Much love. Much love. Bye.